What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the made-to-move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon what's up everybody today we had a special guest lauren till she's got an absolute phenomenal fitness journey she's diving head first in the peloton world And this world is an absolute juggernaut in the fitness industry. It's really cool to see a technology company try to attack the fitness realm. We get in some really cool discussions about behavioral science and gamifying fitness, as well as her own journey of where she started and how she ended up at Peloton. They have a store over in Town Center. Please can go try out their equipment. Highly recommend you go check it out. I know I'm going to. So without further ado, here is Lauren Till with Peloton. Lauren, what's up? How are you? Wonderful. How's it going? It's going great. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You've got a coffee cup that um, I'll have to show <laughs> it in the Instagram feed, but it's uh, it's got, I think it's a donkey. I would say, yeah, a donkey, but then his counterpart is a rainbow unicorn. Um, <laughs> you can picture that. Yeah, yeah. So I want to start my day off as a rainbow unicorn. That's, yes. Uh, yeah, my daughter's testament. So I'd like to know, we've, we've encountered each other in the fitness world a few times mm-hmm. already, and now you're doing stuff with Peloton, right? Correct. But before we get into that, because I have so many questions about that. <laughs> they, have a, they have a store now, all these things. Um, and a mirror that I'm really curious about. So <laughs> let's go back and maybe just start how I typically start, which is just like, give me an idea of how you got interested in the fitness industry and how that journey began. Okay. So, I mean, for as long as I can remember, I've always been into fitness. I've, you know, always been an athlete, but in college, you know, I ended up studying physical education, kinesiology. Um, so before I was really fully into fitness, I was a PE teacher. So I don't know if you knew that or not. No. Um, I taught PE for uh, elementary school kids. And then in the afternoons, I would coach high schoolers, like cross country and track. Okay. But then I knew that I wanted like a little bit more. I loved the sports side of things. I loved athletes. And I got an opportunity all of a sudden to start teaching group fitness after school instead of coaching track so I started doing that were you a runner too before? I was yeah okay. I, I grew up I was a runner I was a swimmer um mostly those two the more endurance type of stuff yeah I, sprinting I mean, or like you know no distances? endurance for okay. sure okay um 
always wanted to do like a marathon, Ironmans, like all that stuff. I'm doing my first one this year, by the way. Your first what? Ironman. Oh my goodness. Or it's a half Ironman. So I'm going to do that in June. I actually haven't even done um, a triathlon yet. So I figure why not start with a big one? Why not? Why not? Um, But, but yeah. So, I mean, I was a PE teacher and I wanted to get more into like fitness. I, I started with the kids though. I guess one of my proud things from being a teacher, we did a fitness program in the morning before school that I started. So the kids would get oh, dropped cool. off in the morning. That's a great way. I start my day with working out. I feel so much better. Yeah. I like get that energy out early. I feel yeah. like I'm sure they've done studies somewhere where like, I bet kids are paying a lot more attention if they can get a lot of that energy out yeah. early and they're like, Oh, okay. I can kind of calm down and listen now. I mean, you have kids, like you can imagine like what the benefits of that would be. The teachers would come up to me, the the teachers that had students that would come to it, it was called Daybreak. That's what I called it. Sounds like a vampire kind of thing. <laughs> Not as spooky as it sounds, I guess. But um, the teachers would come up and be like, I got to get my whole class going to this thing. Like the students that are coming in and working out before class, you know, they got their wiggles out and they've got more focus and uh, mm-hmm. all of that. So, um, but anyway, I mean, fast forward, I, I started. Uh, Teaching Orange Theory Fitness. That's what uh, got me into the group fitness world at first. That was the first thing that you started teaching? Actually, I guess that's a lie. I did teach group fitness in college. Um, do you know Les Mills classes? Of course. <laughs> Who does it? Every, everybody used to do that. Yeah. So in college, I did at a Gold's Gym in college, I taught body pump. Yeah. Had you ever done that on like the barbell? Yeah. When I was in PT school, mm-hmm. it was really cool. I thought it was a great experience at MUSC. They gave us the opportunity. I don't even know if they made us, but I think it was just an opportunity where you could go do a bunch of group fitness classes. That's so awesome. I did like body pump. I yeah. did Tai Bo was huge. Oh then. yeah. So Les Mills was just starting and Tai Bo was like in its height at that point. Yeah. Time. This is like 2004, 2005, something mm-hmm. like that. So um, yeah, no, and I took, my mom loved, she does CrossFit now, but she loved body pump. Well, because I mean, it, it was so thing. fun. It covered like every body part every time you came yeah. in. So it felt very like full body, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's technically, I guess, where I started group fitness. And, you know, one of my buddies that taught with me at Auburn, that's where I went to school, but she's the one that originally texted me and told me to go try an Orange Theory class. So she, like, texted me about it. I signed up. I'm going to a class that night. What year was this? Like, when did Orange Theory feel like start? Uh, you know? Oh, gosh. I guess this was, like, 2013, 2014. Okay. And Orange Theory had only been around, you know, maybe for, like, two or so years at that point. In its infancy, supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's when people, and I think they still do, they call it, like, Orange Therapy. Like, they don't even understand the name. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's a, <laughs> a weird name. Sure. Um, but so I go take a class that night with no intention of, like, working there. Um, but I just like talking to people. So I'm talking to the guys after the class. I loved it. And just out of curiosity, how do you become a trainer here? Mm-hmm. And I had no idea I was talking to the regional trainer when I'm talking to him. Yeah. And I guess we got along and he's like, you know what? Why don't you uh, keep working out here for free for the next couple weeks and come to our training that we have um, in December? And I was like, okay. For me, again, wasn't planning on getting a job there. Mm-hmm. I was a teacher at the time. My husband was in grad school, so we had no money. So I wasn't about to pay for right. like a, a boutique fitness membership. But so I worked out there for free for I think maybe six weeks and just got to know the product and loved it. Went through the training, became an instructor and uh, ended up not coaching track that year. So I could teach Orange Theory classes after school. Mm-hmm. Um, I coached like nine or 10 classes a week and then got offered to be a head trainer at that studio I was at in Atlanta at the time. Um, So I stopped being a teacher and jumped all in on fitness. 
That's awesome. It was the best. Yeah. I mean, it's a really uh, interesting continued theme that a lot of people in the fitness industry, personal trainers, Mm -hmm. gym owners, group fitness instructors, what have you, a lot of them were teachers first. Yeah. Not even necessarily PE teachers, right? Like, because there's just, obviously there's, for me, for health and fitness professionals in general, there's this huge analogy, which I think between teaching, coaching, and those people who have that affinity to teaching and coaching or typically can excel in the fitness world because you're basically just teaching and coaching right just in a different way like your orange theory like been there right like it's this it kind of looks like a classroom like yeah it's a you know box and like there and there's your classroom you right go in there and you teach. all eyes on you right like, tell me something i'm going right? to class like uh-huh. i mean the analogies like if you really think about it are very similar right. in general so i could see how you like those skills would probably instantly translate to being very good yeah at um so if yeah, if Orange Theory's looking to hire, they probably should just go. Yeah, right. I mean, any fitness sure place just yeah. go like knock on the doors of the teachers. <laughs> um, it's cool. it's it is funny looking back on that, and you make such a good point. Um, I enjoyed it right away. I think because of that, because I picked it up so fast, mm-hmm. and I guess I had you know that experience that I taught body pump. But um, my mom is a principal and a teacher, so it was like big drama that I like didn't want to be a teacher uh, anymore. Yeah, you know, sure. and because at the time like. Group fitness, even boutique fitness, was that's kind of when I think it was booming. You know, you had the the Barry's boot camps and all that starting on the rise. Mm-hmm. So it seemed risky because fitness is such an ebb and flow type of industry. So here my yeah. parents are like, "What the heck are you thinking? Leaving a teaching job, like a very stable. We're yeah. always going to need teachers. Get a tenured professor. And exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, better benefits and things like right. that. Right. But I mean, little did they know it was going to take me from you know Atlanta to Colorado and now here to Charleston and it was the best yeah yeah um man there's so many cool so you're at Orange Theory um head trainer I want to know how Mm -hmm. you got to Charleston in Atlanta Mm -hmm. Atlanta by the way and then how'd you end up here so in Atlanta then my husband gets a job in Denver I get to continue with Orange Theory out there thank god but then while I'm in Denver, we're there for two years, uh, you know, I got experience more on the sales side of Orange Theory, got to open a studio out there, was the head trainer, but got to go through a pre-sales process, learned kind of ins and outs of both sides mm-hmm. of the, the studio, which I loved. And I mean, the fitness community in general stays in contact, but, you know, Orange Theory, we would have conventions and, and conferences and I would meet people and stay in touch with them. So I got a call um, from somebody to move to Charleston. There was already two studios here, but they wanted, you know, a new ownership group bought the market. They wanted to expand it and continue opening more studios. And they're like, do you want to come do it? Cool. So I said yes. Yeah. Those are, <laughs> those are really cool places to live. I feel like the oh, man. Atlanta is pretty awesome. Yeah. And Charleston too. Like, yeah. Got to go to San Diego and then I feel like you feel right. like my favorite cities. Right. Maybe New York with Peloton next. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So... One thing I want to circle back to, which is really interesting, like the group fitness, this is kind of an aside, Mm -hmm. was obviously really, really big back then. And I feel like we're still, I don't know if we've even reached the peak yet, but it's got to be close. Like, I I swear, like, we get approached or somebody follows me on Instagram and there's a brand new group fitness boutique place opening up. Like, it's crazy, which I think is awesome. I do too. You know, because there's this new statistic... I'm going to probably post it next week, but it was like 60% of people. And like by 2020, I'm sorry, 2026, I forgot what they said. Like 
six out of ten people are going to be obese. Like, like, oh. and that's despite all the group fitness yeah, and the health man. stuff that's being just thrown in people's faces, right? right? So, like, people are like, well, the market's going to cap out. I was like, I don't think so. Like, I just think it's going to continue to be needed more and more. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's, I mean, it's, you know, health, fitness, any of that kind of industry, that's, it's never going to go away because we always need it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. The, the more places that are opening, fitness can be very competitive, yeah. you know, especially in Charleston, sure. you know, yep. um, and we could talk about that, but um, I'm always excited when I see new places because the more places that are opening, it's it's going to give more people access to finding a workout that fits their schedule mm-hmm. or their their needs or, or what they enjoy, and the more people that are working out, the better the world's going to be, that's for sure, Yeah. right? Agreed, uh, agreed. Yeah. It's never going to be a bad thing. And I think it's going to have to shift that way, just the mm-hmm. amount. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be like a market cap at some point, but I don't think yeah. we're even close to that yet. So anyway, there's my side for <laughs> probably more coming later. Yeah. So I guess we've got to make the transition pretty quickly. You know what yeah. I mean? From where the meat of it is, from Orange Theory and to Peloton, which again, all I know, and forgive me for my uh, you know naivete, but I just picture that bike with somebody, you know, the screen yep. and somebody just riding that bike. It's something that's in your home, okay. right? And that's it. I don't even know if there's a real person on the other side. I don't know if it's a video oh, on the other side. Okay. We and I've seen this mirror thing. Okay. All I can think with the mirror is like, man, I want a physical therapist on the other side of that mirror uh, too. Uh, so, but whatever, let's, let's just, I'd love to just know more about it in general. Okay. Cause a lot of people like definitely more people are coming in here and be like, I'm doing this for my exercise on a regular basis. Right. You know what I mean? This is my form of cardio. I love it. And the right. absolute like, like Peloton or just general Peloton. Oh yeah, right. yeah. It's like a culture kind of hit, right? Totally. So obviously, it's expanding like crazy. So, uh, give us a little bit rundown. I'm sure you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Peloton. It's, I mean, such an incredible concept because what what's happened is you know the the guys that founded this, John Foley, our CEO, they they kind of almost created their own category. You know, Peloton now is. It's bringing group fitness and almost personal training into your home, mm-hmm. you know? And so what it sounds like, maybe you don't know, we do have two different pieces of hardware. We've got a bike and a tread. So in the showroom that we have in Mount Pleasant, you can come in and experience both of them. You can do free classes anytime. You can come try it before you buy it. We have private rooms, all of that. But just a little bit more about Peloton that I think a lot of people don't know. You mentioned people come in here and say they use it for cardio, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Peloton isn't just that at all anymore. You know, you have access to strength training, stretching, yoga, meditation, um, you know, cardio workouts, but also obviously cycling, boot camps, and tread workouts. So people that buy into this, whether it's on the digital app or they have the hardware, the bike or the tread, they get access to all of it. So, you know, I think it'd even be easy. I can show you, like, on the app here. It's incredible. That's awesome. I mean, just... I mean, we all know that things are going that way. Like, even in the rehab world, right. like, being able to, to reach things digitally. Like, oh, that's awesome. Right. I mean, it's right in your hands. So oh, you can man. do all of it. Man, there's going to be a rehab. Right. If I have anything to do that's with That's a that. good dream. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> you know, why not? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, just literally anything that you could want right mm-hmm. there. Because, I mean, so many people... I don't know about you, but traveling in Charleston is terrible right now. So, yeah. like, if I can get all my stuff done, like, I do enjoy going to the gym and leaving my house, but um, a lot of people have garage gym nowadays. 
you know, it's just so much access. So I do want to circle back. So how did yeah. you make the transition from those two things? Uh, like how do you even get recruited by Peloton? Like, right. how was there even a store? You know what I mean? Well, so, I, 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 I want to first tell you, I mean, it's funny. I was looking back at kind of our email thread. We planned to meet here a while back, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, a calendar reminder popped up and I was excited that this day was coming. But I looked back at our emails and I know that when you were first trying to schedule this, I was not being myself. I, I'm very direct person, but I happened to be in the transition period. I was interviewing with Peloton and sure. you were asking me to, to schedule this. And I'm yeah. like, I might have a new job at this yeah, point. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and so it, it's funny. I looked back at those threads at the dates and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Because you were planning this, that we were going to talk about Orange Theory. And now we're talking about yeah. Peloton. Right. So, um... You know, I worked for Orange Theory for five years. I That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most recently was the regional manager of the the studios in Charleston, four here, and then two in Savannah. Um, I was ready for a new challenge. Yeah. You know? Um, and honest to God, Peloton's been on my radar for a while. And, you know, they've been around since 2012. But when I saw that a showroom was going to be opening in Mount Pleasant, I'm like, no better time than now. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was already kind of just interested in a new job, but didn't even really know where I wanted to start. Like, did I just want to jump into another fitness concept that already existed in Charleston? Did I want to start my own? Did I want to, what did I want to do? And so, so yeah, I mean, I, I just started connecting with everybody on LinkedIn that I could with Peloton and just like doing anything I could to get an interview because I didn't know anyone that, because it was the first, it's actually, this showroom is the first one in the state of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, um, I saw that as a great opportunity too, you know, as having experience as like a regional manager, I loved the idea of maybe eventually having multiple store type of job again. Right. And if there's going to be the first store in South Carolina opening now, there's going to be more ones eventually. Right. Right. You know, you think so. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, this is going to sound like a dumb question maybe, mm-hmm. but what does one do in this new job right now? Like, are you running right. classes on a regular basis? Are you doing more no, marketing? I mean, it's, it's sales, it's marketing. It's, you know, we, we only just opened in November. Right. So um, it's, it is a retail store. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different sure. in, in that, that sense. But, um, you know, you've got to come by for sure. But when you come into the store, it's a beautiful layout. I mean, it feels very Apple-type setup, so minimal. first thing I thought, I yeah. was like, you know, like, you can buy Apple products, but everyone's like, why the heck does Apple have a store? And, like, mm-hmm. if you look at some of the research behind it, like, it's part of the reason that they kill it. It's just part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone, it's all about experiences nowadays. And right. And a really amazing experience people are going to you know, pay for your product. And so yeah. it's probably just, I love that you use that analogy because I was going to be like, you were already oh, thinking that? What are yeah. the chances? Yeah. That's awesome. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's an incredible experience when you walk in. Of course, we've got, you know, fun music playing. We've got bikes in the windows. Sometimes people are riding them. Uh, we love when people do that, by the way. So come ride the bikes. Yeah. It draws people in. Right. Um, but, you know, we've got bikes and treads on the floor. That's really it. You know, some clothes. We've got great apparel that I love. Um, I should have been wearing some right now. But, you know, you can come in and right away you're going to be greeted by one of our, you know, sales specialists that are like me, love fitness and love people. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how's it going? How'd you hear about Peloton? Yeah. Um, and we'll try to get you on the hardware as soon as we can. You know, get you to fill out a quick waiver, strap you in on the bike, get the clip-in shoes, put some headphones on so you can be immersed in this experience that could eventually be in your home. Right. It's and awesome. so you're not doing any of the... 
if somebody's looking at somebody doing the training because that's what I was trying to picture like are you running the store or are you the one who might be on these live feeds where oh man the, I yeah. so I'm not I'm not coaching classes no okay yeah um, that's a different job yeah I mean yeah. the guy so you know we have um, actually two studios now in Manhattan and in London so that's where the content is being filmed mm-hmm. you can actually go in New York and I'm planning to go in March but you can go and take the class while it's being filmed. Yeah, so you can go do it in your home and like, man, it's like watching right. the prices, right? You're like, yeah, let's go on the show and actually it's be It's just like that, yeah. Dude, that's such brilliant it's, marketing. It's oh awesome. God. So, yeah. I mean, even on the actual bike or on the tread, there's, there's two ways you can work out once it's in your home or if you came to try it in the showroom. You can do a live class even at your house. So... Mm-hmm. That means you're getting on your bike and you're participating as it's happening either in Manhattan or in London. Like you're watching that instructor knowing that they are sweating the same time you are, mm-hmm. which is pretty powerful stuff. Um, you know, I did one a couple nights ago and there was 1,700 people logged in on the leaderboard doing that class at the same time all over the world. Oh man, the leaderboard. Like that's uh, so clutch, right? Right. Like, I mean, doesn't that like get you? You're like, tell me more. Of the, yeah, the I mean, we'll circle back. I, yeah. I don't want to always circle back to CrossFit, but like yeah. they have a leaderboard in the CrossFit games and people care about that. I don't care yeah. if you go from 1,000 to 999 or from 6,000 to five. Like people just care about that stuff. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. I mean, there's so much like gamification to all of it mm-hmm. and it, it – what it's done and what Peloton's done is some people, when they come to buy a bike or they want to hear more about it, they're like, what if I buy it and I don't use it? That's a great question, That's a great right? Question. But, you know, you don't want it to end up being where you, like, lay your laundry. Yeah. A lot of people say that. Time. Yeah. And, but what they've done is, I mean, the, the content is just incredible. These instructors in New York are insane, like the best of the best. But the little things are big things, like the leaderboard and earning badges and milestone rides are huge with us. Like, we celebrate those big. It's your 400th time doing it. Um, you get addicted to it, even though you could very well just not step on the treader, sit on the bike. But on your profile, on this whole platform, you're like, oh, I want to earn that. Yeah. You know, like, I, we have a January challenge going on right now that doing some kind of Peloton workout every day the whole month of January. It could be five minutes. It could be 90 minutes. It could be meditation. It could be cycling. And I mean, I'm obviously a self-motivated person, but last night I realized I'm like, crap, I haven't done something today. It's the January challenge. And I'm like, all right, I pull up like a, a bedtime meditation that I wanted to make sure I did before I go to sleep. And it was awesome. I mean, it's the bottom it's, line. It's, yeah. it's a, another thing that comes up a lot. And I'm just very interested in, even for us as physical therapists, is how do you get motivate, how do you motivate people to create change? Right? Like, it's just very difficult, right? You can give them all the information and all education tools, and yeah. all the tools and they can, you know, motivating oneself is mm-hmm. probably the one of the most difficult things to do. Let's just, let's just go ahead and put that out there. Everyone yeah. understands that. Like, I don't eat healthy. I need to eat healthy. We all understand that, but we don't do it. Right. We all have the tools at our disposal. We have multiple apps. We have multiple people we could reach out to, but don't. So the people that are focusing on that, I think are the people that are going to win over the next four or five years because oh, yeah. behavioral change is so hard. Like you see people on their phones playing Candy Crush. This is the best analogy, I think. And they just have to keep playing because 
Yeah. It's been gamified. And if you can do that with fitness and probably the amount of people that you can change who weren't healthy before and are healthy now, not because they necessarily want to work out, but just because they want to reach level seven grandmaster, you know, 3000. Right. Right. It's just, it's all mental. And mm-hmm. like, let's all understand that instead of like try to shy away from it. Well, and I, I like the way you say that because I think what it opens up is, you know, some people like, I bet both of us were, we're motivated to do things like work out and eat healthy because we know it's good for us, right? But if someone's motivation is the earning a badge or getting to the next level, one's not right or wrong. I mean, the goal is still the same. Like, let's just get people healthier. Right. So it's kind of cool. Like, you know, somebody maybe hates working out and like legitimately doesn't enjoy it, but maybe we can almost trick them into doing it. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, persuasion and being able to you know, sell somebody on do on changing their lifestyle for the better, I don't think would be would have a negative effect. No. Whatsoever. No. Right? You're not gonna be like, who's gonna say, like, dang it, I worked out thirty days in a row. <laughs> Why was I, I thinking? Yeah, like it's just not gonna happen, right? So no, I just I just think that stuff is just beyond uh, powerful. Because you're right, like not everybody we both probably generally like for whatever reason, born that way, yeah. I've learned it. At this point, like, I just enjoy working out. I want to see how heavy I can lift right. or how fast I can Same. work out. Like, yeah. it's just enjoyable to me, but not everybody's like that. And, yeah. like, that's okay. Like, I love what you said. Like, it doesn't matter what your motivations are. Like, if you get it done, you get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not – it's not going to happen on its own. It's not going to happen incidentally. You can't just – I mean, I'm sure it's a good start to say, oh, I'm going to walk from the car – you know, I'm going to park further away. I'm going to take the stairs. All the things are great. But, like, at this point, it's clearly, I don't even know the word. It's clear that you need to spend an hour a day, sure. 45 minutes, whatever, working out. Like, you need yeah. to test your body. Like, but, see, I like what, you know, it adds up. So, a, a phrase I, I cling to a lot is little victories. You know, they just, they add up. So even the example of parking farther away, so you know you have to walk more steps and mm-hmm. all that. Like, if someone makes that decision to do that, that's like a little victory. I think that's one step closer to being. You know, obviously you're deciding to do something that's going to make you healthier, right? Yeah. And these are the conversations I love having with people when they walk into the showroom at Peloton. Because right now, I mean, people are walking in. It's New Year's resolution season, right? You know, people are coming in with high hopes and aspirations. Like, yep. I'm going to buy a Peloton and I'm going to be my healthiest self this year, and I love that. But, you know, walking in and saying you're going to lose 50 pounds and you want to do it in the next 30 days, that's not realistic. And I'm never going to lie to you and say any piece of equipment or workout is going to help you do that. Right. But what I love is, you know, Peloton content, we've, we've given people opportunities that, you know, they could have little to no experience working out. Mm-hmm. And we have... 5 minute, 10 minute, 15 minute, like all these workouts that seem so much less intimidating to give someone a way to start. You know, and I think the the best example I've been using recently when I'm talking to people if they bring up the question, what if I'm not going to use this? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what if what if you just commit to waking up 10 minutes earlier? Doesn't sound hard at all. Bike might seriously be sitting in your master bedroom. Yep get on and do a 10 minute workout because no matter what, that's going to be a little victory to start your day. And it's probably going to snowball effect. And maybe 
you get home from work and all of a sudden you actually found another 30 minutes that you could hop back on and do something else. So then by the end of the day, you've worked out for like 40, 45 minutes, which is what we want. Mm-hmm. But then worst case scenario, you get caught up with your kids, you do all this stuff. You still did 10 minutes in the morning, which is always going to be better than nothing. Right. You know? Oh, I love it's, it. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I did, um, I was planning on going for a run this morning, but I have today off. So I started doing errands. I did a 10 minute cardio workout before I came here because I was like, get my juices for Right, right. No, it's so, it's so cool that that's like kind of done for you because I'm sure so many people, I'm going to join a gym, I'm going to hire a personal trainer, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to this group fitness class. And it's really hard to get in those settings and not try to do too much too quickly. Right? We're in the comfort yeah. of your own home. You can totally do a five or 10 minute workout. There's nobody around to kind of judge you, and you can slowly build yourself up. Yeah, quickly, which is which is, I think it's pretty powerful, you know, because the intimidation factor. You see it. You see people walk into, you know, I'm doing some working out, like having forever going to like O2 Fitness kind yeah. of Lobo Gym thing, and you kind of see these people come in, and I just I kind of want to run over and be like, hey, it's cool. Don't be intimidated. Yeah. I just want you to do exactly what you just said. Like, just go walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes. Literally do that for 30 days, and then we can talk about making it more complex. And you can use all these cool machines. But nobody does that. I mean, not nobody, but mm-hmm. I would be hard-pressed to say that not you know, 2% of people probably do something like that. Right. And intelligently program a way to progress their exercise program over the next six months to a year, which is probably what needs to happen. As opposed yeah. to come in, crush myself for a week, and then... And then you almost, you get, you're like, am I going to, if, you know, you're new to working out and then you crush yourself, like you just said, is that going to be something that you're going to like want to do again? Right. You know, unless you're like psychos like us or something, like I want to crush myself because I like love that. But built built that tolerance up for years. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I, it's just been incredible. I love, I mean, Peloton giving access, it feels like to just more people I mean accessible just because it's in your home but access you know because of different lengths of workout different styles of workouts even we have programs on there that you can follow six week programs to get you started Um, it's awesome but on the complete other side of it I'm not new to fitness and I'm drinking the Kool-Aid hard sure because the workouts if you want them to be there are some kick-ass like sweat your brain out workouts that I love Mm -hmm. that make you feel like an athlete and so that's what I've already become addicted to um so to to be able to cater to beginners and you know elite athletes if you will you know Mm -hmm. there's I mean Cam Newton has Peloton hardware at his house like um a lot of athletes do now but Usain Bolt does how nuts is that that those Olympic athletes Super Bowl champion whatever national champions but they are using it but then also somebody that wants to lose 50 pounds and has never worked out is going to use it yeah that's pretty cool that is cool and you could all be doing maybe the same class at the same time right yeah yeah and that's i mean again it's it's where things are going like i do a lot of um like business consulting type of stuff and like okay i'm doing zoom calls with people you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and that's something that i wasn't used to before so i could see for a lot of people it's like well it seems kind of weird like it's live but it's on tv and like what does that mean but like i'm telling you in five to ten years we're all going to be communicating that way you're probably all going to have a mirror in our house right you saw the facebook portal thing we're probably going to talk be talking to people yes. on the tvs right you know so i think you know 
think Peloton's hitting it at the right thing. And I just love, I'll keep circling back to it, just the, the fact that it's that accessible and that's it's been gamified like that, it's just it's just a game changer. Like that's um, the fact that they're putting they're probably putting a lot of time and energy to making sure that stuff is up to date and constantly. Oh, you know what I mean? Because that's just, so much so. Yeah. Well, it's it's cool when you even say that. It reminds me that something that I love is you know Peloton is a tech company. You know they they don't even call themselves a fitness company. So what what I think gives us that edge and is going to continue giving us that edge is, you know, maybe another fitness brand or company, their fitness, they're always going to be behind on the software and the hardware and all this because, like, we've got the tech down. This is going to be a really good conversation. Sorry. You know? Yeah. Um, Getting fit, I'm sorry, for everybody who's a nerd out there, Mm -hmm. it's not that hard. No. It's not complicated. It doesn't need to be a bunch of science and like all these crazy ways to build workouts. And like, you know, if you can just focus on the tech side and the behavioral science side and the Mm -hmm. like, we talked about persuasion, getting people to actually work out, like, and just do it, you're probably going to get 90% of the results you would get from somebody who's like been studying fitness and human physiology for their entire lives. I'm so like, it's just, I know I spent a lot of time. Yeah. And I mean, you're even one of those people. Like you know a lot about that. No, and that's (laughs) fine. But I, I mean, I learned that very, very early. Like 80% of the stuff that I do works on most people. Like just bought, like it's just, it's just that simple. And so it's, really cool that there's you know i never looked at it that way it's a technology company doing fitness where a lot of other companies are probably personal trainers people who specialize in fitness like, oh, let's, let's and then add an to, ipad on and this then try to do and, technology like that's yeah. not going to work that way it's probably no. you know what i mean because all the time and energy needs to go into this other stuff um mm-hmm. that's that's uh that's it's cool. yeah it, it's what makes it feel and i mean you have the confidence in the sustainability of it all you know we're just always going to have that edge you know we're a software company that also has the best of the best content and you know best instructors but also like the best software the best everything with that you know on something i think you'll love this fact on thanksgiving we do live classes one of the classes had over thirty thousand people on at the same time and i mean being able to handle that on the leaderboard Mm -hmm. is its own feat went on without a blip you know I mean it's like so cool as well that on Thanksgiving day probably a very busy day for a lot of people like you wake up early you're starting to cook but they made their workout a priority because they wanted to be part of that yeah and you're probably going to show up again if 30,000 other people are with you and you're like you want to be part of that stop. number yeah, too you're leveraging the whole community aspect which mm-hmm. is like what a lot of group fitness is like I want to go back because my friends are there and because it's a community so like now you've leveraged that as well in a powerful way yeah um, which I'm sure you know the stick rate I'd be so curious like you know from a statistical standpoint what the stick rate is oh peloton users yeah it's over 90 percent versus like what a planet fitness or not to say anybody's bad or good or an orange theory or whatever anything else the stick rate so i mean those the user nobody is stopping doing it the it's unbelievable and i mean i wish i had more of it but Mm -hmm. i just know that yeah Yeah. google it but um even what's been cool since the showroom has opened in Mount Pleasant, you know, obviously there's people that already had Peloton bikes and, you know, treads before we opened the showroom in Charleston. 
And so that's another cool part of the showroom is it's kind of like a hub for these members. We have mm-hmm. events and, you know, the members come in, they, they want to buy the apparel and they just want to talk to people because they are part of this community, but now we have an area for them to all gather mm-hmm. and they're coming in and, you know, there's one lady, Rebecca, I love her. She has done almost 4,000 rides and workouts with Peloton and still loves it just as much. Like she came in, you know, I mentioned milestones. People can come into the showroom and do like their 400th ride and we'll have like a whole party for you and all this stuff. Invite your friends. Yeah. Um, she came in to do her 3,750th ride <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking at her and I'm like, I, number one, I want to be you when I grow up, right. but she is just still just as excited. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy to me. Like, you're talking about, I mean, sticking with it, it speaks for itself. And that's one of the easiest selling points is if somebody's in there, if we have Peloton members that happen to be in the showroom and a you know potential customer's in there, they sell it for us. Right. <laughs> They're like, I've had my bike for three years. It's yeah. still rocking. Nothing breaks. It's an amazing piece of equipment. And the instructors are the best. I love it. It's it's been fun. I've, I mean, it's been what two months, right? I love it. Many more, many more to go. I'm yeah. Sure. So tell me a little bit more about um, some of the events that you hold and stuff like that. What's, what's yeah? What are you guys doing? Uh, so you know, again, I mean, we're we're early on, but we have uh, some plans of ones coming up. We've done now two different times. We've done live rides, so you know, every day, Peloton, we're putting out new content and new instructors. Like you know, today, I'm sure there's a, a 4:30 class. You know, you could log on and do that. But so at the showroom, because we've got eight bikes, three treads, we'll bring people in or we might even do some back to back. Because usually you're just on your bike by yourself at home, mm-hmm. but it's kind of fun to come in with other people, do the same class at the same time and they're actually next to you. Um, kind of feels like you're at the studio in New York or something. So sure. we've done that. Um, kind of some open houses. We have some plans with different local schools um, to have like a teacher night come in. You can do classes, we'll have drinks, refreshments, everything going on. And because, you know, we're located in town center, mm-hmm. so, you know, there's restaurants nearby, Lululemon, Hustle Smoothie Bar, yeah. you know, a lot Great of places. <laughs> easy places to partner up with. Yeah. Um, but uh, next thing that we have coming up is we're going to have a bike and a tread at the Charleston Marathon Expo. What is that, okay. next week? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dane over there, he's going to be running the house. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, cool. It'll be his first endurance event ever. Oh, no way. Okay, yeah. i got to talk to him about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm assuming that's going to be a huge day for us because, um, you know, everyone has to go to the expo to pick up their number. Mm-hmm. They're going to try it out. Like, what, They're going to hop on this. the tread. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. Yeah, because, I mean, sometimes it's hot outside. Sometimes it's raining. You might mm-hmm. want to do a run inside. Are there classes like literally every single hour, half hour of the day? Like what is live ones? Mm-hmm. Um, not every single hour. Um, there's you know twenty to twenty five. There's a lot sure. workouts going yeah. out every day, but then you know all of those eventually end up in the on demand classes that you can access at any time. Right. I mean, you could go on at two twenty three p.m. and do whatever class you wanted of the tens of thousands that are already in the library at this point. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Last thing, we're getting close to time here, but mm-hmm. tell me more about this mirror. Okay, so you mentioned that, and I mean, I I know there's talks of it. I personally don't know the time. timeline of it. Okay, gotcha. so I know that it's it's there's talks, there's talks of a Peloton rower, there's talks of sure. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in the works. Um, you know, our 
our leadership team in New York, uh, they just keep saying 2020 is going to be an insane year for Peloton. So, and 2019 yeah. already was, gotcha. you know, every year since, you know, they, they started, we've, we've like doubled down every year. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I don't know much. I mean, I've seen the ads and everything like yeah. that, but I, I get excited when I hear even rumors like that. Gotcha. Yeah. How many stores do they have now? Do you know? Um, just 80s, like in the, I mean, maybe 86, yeah. 88 um, in the U.S., some in Canada, um, but plans to just like keep it yeah. rolling. And do the same, do they do the same thing that Orange Theory kind of did where everybody kind of gets together or is it more your own, like, hey, I'm just running my own store and that's it and just, oh. just picture like these huge conferences, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I um, no, it's, sure. it's all, they're not like franchised at all. You know, mm-hmm. it's everybody's like following the same thing. We're sure. in constant communication with higher ups, everything like that, which it's cool. Peloton's very transparent and, you know, great with communicating with employees, which has been such a cool um, thing to experience, you know, a whole people team even just exists to keep employees happy, which is great. Um, But 2020, we're actually completely revamping the whole retail experience. So all the showrooms are getting an overhaul, going to look even more Apple-esque and cooler experience and, all this, so there's a lot to come. That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe uh, tell people a little bit of how they can find out more about you yep. or how they can find out more about Peloton, where specifically is the stores at, um, online presence, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, you can find me, you can reach out to me anytime, lauren.till at onepeloton.com. Holler at me. <laughs> but uh, come over, you know, we're on Belt Drive, right when you pull into Town Center. So you can essentially, I mean, you can stop by anytime. We're open seven days a week. But if you want to book a bike, book a tread to come do a free workout, more or less, sometimes you could walk in to do that. But if you want to guarantee spots, you can go to the Peloton website, click on showrooms, find the Mount Pleasant one, book a bike, and then you'll hear from us confirming the appointment. Cool. It's fun stuff. I Hope to it. see people out there. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> we'll get some people show up for sure. I don't yeah. Think <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank was, you for having me. This was a great conversation. Appreciate it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Charleston podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram, search Healthy Charleston, one word, like, follow, comment on today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, reach out there, send us a direct message. We would love some feedback. Also, if you get any extra time, head over to iTunes, give us a rating. Again, put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal day.